afternoon, or oh, well, good evening, and welcome back to the first episode of the Sour Lemon Podcast with, well, Tasty Lemons and I. This is the first episode of the Battlefield Podcast where we are talking about everything which is Battlefield from Battlefield 1942 till Battlefield 5 and, well, soon, Battlefield 6 because that is coming up. But let me first introduce my co-host, Mr. Tasty Lemons. How are you doing, good sir? Hello, hello, hello. Let me... Hi, good evening. How are you doing? Hello. Good to hear you. Man, good to be here. This should be very interesting. This is our first episode and it will be a relatively chaotic episode because we are basically jumping through all the Battlefield games. Uh, with all no, the rambling. All the rambling. I mean, rambling? What are you talking about? We have only good things to really say about Battlefield. Right? Yeah. Yes. True statements. It's, it's like... Every every Battlefield game is basically a better Battlefield than the one before. Like, they, they are only going up. No? 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 Okay. Sorry, I was just pained by the very thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, we had some good Battlefield games. Let's face it. Highs and lows. Highs and really lows. low. And then it, yeah, like I think we are collecting the um, the lows a little bit as of late, but that is that is a topic <laughs> we will have over the show. Um, for everyone who is watching this also on YouTube, uh, keep in mind we are live streaming this right now, so if we are sometimes talking to chat. Um, that's that's the reason why, or if you're listening to it, um, then yeah, don't don't you wonder. Don't you wonder about that? And hello, everyone in the chat. It's nice to have you. But, Lemons, did you know that today is a special day? Oh, it is. What's that? Did you did you not know like which special day is today? Of course. No, I have no idea. It is actually the release date. Of Bad Company 2. Oh, sweet Jesus. I should have that marked in my calendar. <laughs> right? I mean, it's now... Can you believe it? It's now freaking 11 years. Oh. <sighs> that hurts. That's I, crazy. Man, I'm getting old. I mean, we have both started with, with 1942, right? Have you... No, not necessarily. I've played no. it. Um, but I really, really, I would say I played the other games. I never got in, into Battlefield until the Bad Company series. Uh, but I did play 42 and 2, roughly when they launched. I, okay, so I started with 42, which uh, was also like the years where the land cafes were still like a thing. Oh, wow, yeah. People, people are... <laughs> Like a lot of unwashed boys are meeting all in a room and then playing Battlefield together. Uh, Now it's singular, it's just unwashed boys in their own room. 
<laughs> yes, basically. Um, I really love Battlefield because like the scale of it and it's kind of weird. So there was like 32 maps and 64 people maps, right? And depending oh, yeah. on which maps you played, um, you got different equipment. So the maps were much bigger depending on how many people played on it. And in the big maps, you had like U-boats, which you didn't have in the smaller maps. So if you didn't play the big maps, you actually missed out on gameplay content. Which right. was like rather interesting. And your aircraft carrier and whatnot. Mm. Then we had, let us let us go through the time. We had Vietnam. I know a lot of people are forgetting about Vietnam. Well, are you talking about the like the the release title Vietnam or the DLC? No, 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 the release title. Yeah, I forget. I forget where that was. That right before number two, or was that yes. after? No, no, no. It was. Uh, it was the second game after 1942. Okay. It's. Um, that one always slips my mind. <laughs> it slipped a lot of people' mind, and well was what it was i think it was the first battle well it was very quickly ea realizing the potential of battlefield and that was just like <laughs> we should make it a call of duty thing like a yearly occasional thing i think it wasn't it wasn't even developed by dice but like an offspring of dice already and where did i find lemons uh, I, look <laughs> he was standing on the street he was rumbling oh about my god battlefield and ea <laughs> I forgot. It technically was developed by Dice. It was Dice Canada. Oh. I forgot entirely about that. Wow! Yeah. Like Dice has now like when when somebody is telling me like Dice and is developing this game, I'm like, yeah, which Dice? Like, Clarify, please. Yeah, we have a few Dices now, even though they never mentioned that. Yeah, um, I always forget about the Canadian one. Yeah, does that still exist? Actually. I don't think it does. If if it is, it's really low key. Um, really, the only one, the only two that I'm really aware of nowadays, uh, the HQ what is it, Sweden, right? And then um, yeah. LA, of course. I think they have another studio somewhere. I think the um, main thing is in Malmö, Malmö, Malmö. In Sweden. Bless you. Look. I'm bad with names. <laughs> um, afterwards, we had Battlefield 2. And... Oh, yeah. There was the first modern game. <laughs> there was one thing which completely annoyed me. I, I remember this still vividly. Um, I was on an airfield. And I saw a jet coming into my direction. Going into attack mode flying directly like pointing at me unloading his payload and i was just going behind cover behind a small wooden box and the whole explosive wave was just like completely deflected by the small wooden box and i survived because that's yeah, the power, wooden... power of the wooden box <laughs> it's like Man, that was that was like the moment where I was really thinking, like, man, if this game had destruction, that would be so cool. 
Well, and we would get that soon. Apparently they listen to you. Well, first, uh, EA did a very EA thing and basically showed the middle <laughs> finger to PC gamers. And then Battlefield didn't come out on PC anymore. And it became right, a console-only game. That uh, was a super weird choice. Um, there was... There was another game before Bad Company, which was a console exclusive. <laughs> which was that? Can you? It oh, that, it really wasn't. It just technically Battlefield Two, but they slapped like another tag on it. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it though. It's something generic. It's something. It's something combat, I think. I, I completely. Like, I also know that there was, like, a free-to-play game, which used, like, the Battlefield 2 engine, like, seven years later when Bad Company <laughs> was already a thing. And it was just like, oh, my God, EA, stop it. Those I remember. There was a there was a, there was was at least two play-for-free games, I think, because it wasn't the uh, animated one free as well, and they were both made by the same dev. Oh, my God, yeah, there was Battlefield. Oh, well, like, there was Battlefield. There was Battlefield Heroes. I'll never forget that because of the damn jingle, but... Uh, the the free the other free to play game I think was literally just called like play for free. <laughs> the Battlefield free to play they actually called it that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's funny. It was such a stupid name. But Battlefield Heroes, <laughs> I would have been so interested to see if they would have released Battlefield Heroes like the, in the last two years. Yeah, honestly, it, it was made way before its time. If it if it if they remade that now, I think it would have a huge following. Yeah, like. Uh, it was very close to what, well, not necessarily Fortnite was, but the idea was definitely there for what Fortnite would become at some point. Oh, absolutely. Was it Modern Combat, like the first Battlefield game? Yeah, I think it was Modern Combat, the first Battlefield yeah, game. Yeah, Battlefield 2 Modern Combat, I think, was the first console. And, well, nobody really cared for that. Right. And and then <laughs> they came with a complete surprise game around the corner. Nobody had on their radar. And there was Battlefield Bad Company. And that was also on a console exclusive. Like we PC players could just look at it in awe and be like, why are we not getting this? What is going on here? And EA's I, I did. I forgot they did that. And EA's answer was literally like, well... And make your platform less suck and make more people play on that <laughs> platform so that we can make more money. Like, that was basically literally EA's statement why they are not bringing that game to PC. Because that was the time where the PC was dying. Again. A few times. That's interesting. <laughs> Wasn't that also the first game to feature the Frostbite engine? Yes, and it was the first game with Destruction. Yeah, because they can came in tow. So I was, mm -hmm. I'm curious if the if they just like the build better on consoles or something. I have no idea why. It was literally because the PC was again like not not the big gaming platform. Well, a lot of publisher believed it wasn't like the gaming platform at the time. <laughs> um, yeah, stupid again. But yeah, it never came out on the PC. And then oh, I I think we did do an injustice though because I do believe. The 2142 came out before Bad Company. Oh, how could I forget? Oh my can't, god. Can't forget about that, that golden golden game. It was actually not bad. 
It wasn't bad. It it's kind of overhyped now through uh, everyone's um, I don't know what you would call it lens of nostalgia, but I mean, it had some really good ideas. Uh, yeah, really fun. Had some really cool play modes, and it was the only sci-fi battlefield they did. Correct. So far, I've I have to admit. I have not really played the 2142, like the sci-fi one. I've not, I've not played that really. Yeah, I think the biggest thing that came out of that was the um, the carrier mode, which I forget what they called in that. It might have been actually carrier mode, carrier but they brought mode. that back for um, yeah, yeah. Uh, battlefield. You know, later in the battlefield for five, I think, right? Uh, for four. It was four, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Carrier Assault, when they brought in that whole DLC. Um, but that, that was an extremely fun mode. It was even more so on the 2142. It was um, really cool. I think the biggest problem, the um, the sci-fi one, I just call it the sci-fi one because I don't want to say the date every time. <laughs> it's too long. Um, but if that game would have had the frostbite engine and would have had the destruction already we had a bad company yeah oh that could have been great yeah because i think it was on basically the same engine as battlefront or uh, battlefield 2 was which yes so basically it was just a it was like a reskin so it's exactly the same thing with uh, uh futuristic settings yep that was like we we really like the PC gamers really got the shaft for a while. <laughs> it's, um, oof. and then Bad Company Two got announced, and finally it came back to the PC. And man, that game is uh, still holding in high regards. I think timeless I wonder. I think this was one of those games like I have never heard anyone saying it was bad. Like it's like when you were asking a Battlefield player, this is the Battlefield game which unifies all the Battlefield gamers. Correct. Like I have never heard anyone saying like yeah, Bad Company 2 was actually a pretty bad game or well, I didn't like it. Like I never never heard that. Yeah, there's usually a large debate around Battlefield 2. Um a lot of the older players will stand by that being the, the general peak. And then anyone newer to the series, just like, well, that, that's an old, terrible game. <laughs> but I think, yeah, Bad Company too. you, you really rarely hear anyone really debate how, uh, how good it is. I would definitely debate that Bad Battlefield 2 wasn't great. Like it was... Yeah, that one, I, yeah, I think that one also kind of... The further it gets away from its release date, the more and more nostalgia it garners... The thing with Battle... Like, this is definitely a thing we both agree is... Battlefield had a lot of those moments where they came up with amazing ideas. And then the next game came out. And those ideas disappeared. That's like... <laughs> yeah. Why do they you, have a... What? DICE is curious in the way that they do development. And I kind of enjoy it. Um, they, they try new things every time, for better or for worse. Yep. Um, compared to... Um, other other studios who, if they get that winning formula, they're just gonna take that and rehash it every other year. But it can it can go either way, really. It can be bad or good. It's it's just weird. And then Bad Company Two was such a huge success. Then they put out the Vietnam DLC. Have you ever played that? Oh, yeah. 
That was. And that, that will go down as probably my favorite DLC of any video game ever. Wait, is it sarcasm? Not not at all for me. I enjoyed it greatly. That one I do think garners debate, which is kind of funny. I think it was a weird thing. It it was just like Bad Company 2, who is definitely in our times, right? And then there is this one-time DLC where people just wanted to get more content for Bad Company 2. And they are like, yeah, here's more content. Vietnam. I was like, huh? What? Okay. What? Why would you do that? Why not? I mean, it was funny. <laughs> I, like, again, I think the biggest thing which really was just great and bad company too was the total destruction of every or nearly every building correct like that was and that, yeah. that does go both ways it, it's good and it was really fun to play but it also was a huge issue for map balancing because every now and then you would hit a stalemate where you just absolutely oh, yeah. decimated the whole <laughs> Uh, level, so you pretty much have nothing to hide behind. So if you're playing Rush, which was the hit back then, it was a mess to try to actually get anywhere forward. Yeah, this is why I mostly played Conquest. Like it's it's the first game mode they brought to Battlefield, and I mostly stayed with that. And so we thank you very much oh, yeah. for the uh, the bits, uh, the elixir. I mean, thank you. Um, yeah, I'm I'm always like the Conquest guy. Yeah, did did they bring Rush with Bad Comp the first Bad Company game? I've not played the first Bad Company game. Oh, right. alone. <laughs> Again. I think they did. I don't I don't recall ever playing that in the other ones. Um and then they were pretty well focused in the Bad Company series and then obviously three and then that kind of flipped around. Yeah. So after Bad Company two we had, as you mentioned, three. And I have to say I was vastly disappointed by three. To bad company. That's surprising. Well, that's a fair point. It's it's a step back. It was a complete step back for me. It's like it was. Why are you removing like destroyable buildings? Yeah, now we have like this one building which explodes in great fashion, and it's like, dude, I don't <laughs> give a damn about that. I don't want to go back to the battlefield two times. Like, ah, oh, don't do that to me. Um, unfortunately for me. And you have definitely played those games more than I did. But unfortunately mm -hmm. for me, um, I had a huge issue with 3 and 4. I got a new GPU. And for whatever reason, that GPU would crash my PC after like 10 minutes when I played Battlefield. And <laughs> everyone who had that specific GPU at the time had that issue. So, of course, people were like, Dice, it's it's your game only, so fix it. And Dice was like, no, no, that's not our problem. That's NVIDIA's problem. And NVIDIA was like, um, yeah, that's not our problem. That's the uh, GPU manufacturer. Who, like, because it was, I don't know who was it, like EVGA or something like that. And they were like, no, no, that's a Dice problem. Like, we are just adding defense. So everyone was just, like, pushing the blame to the other faction and nobody did anything. So I couldn't play, really, like, a lot of Battlefield 3 and 4. 
That's interesting. Yeah, I had no experience. I think Bad, Bad Company 1 and Battlefield 3 I exclusively played on Xbox, and I don't remember having any issues with Battlefield 4. Yeah, it was, it, it was again, like, just that specific GPU. It was so shitty. So, then Battlefield 4 came out. Okay, let me let me ask you this magical question. If you have to make a decision between 3 and 4, which one is it? Oh, man. Um, I think it's got to be 3. Uh, oh, okay. Which is going to... Yeah, that's probably an unpopular opinion. But I, I, even... I love Conquest. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, it's like Bad Company 2 and then Battlefield 3, I think, did rush so well. But specifically 3, because the way that they built basically any map in 3 was almost made it... Um, into a they, they made a rush map basically and then they made whatever was left of that into a conquest map whereas almost all the other battlefields they've done the opposite they'll make a conquest kind of map and they'll shoehorn a rush map or the other variants out of that so some of the levels we got um it, it was very you get a lot of those battlefield moments transitioning from one point to the next yeah and it was really interesting to play plus battlefield 3 i think the gunplay was really good okay. um yeah, no, Battlefield 4, especially, it had some really good DLCs. And just the, the general gameplay was is rather enjoyable. I think it's just that fact of you get so many more of those. And that's the whole thing of the whole Battlefield series is you get these crazy moments uh, that, that occur in the middle of a game that just make it absolutely amusing, whether it's funny or impressive at the time. Yeah, uh, It just makes it a lot more fun to play the game. And I think you got a lot more of those moments in Battlefield 3. Um, 4, you get some of those moments because they... Oh, what did they call it? The, the whole evolution bit. They kind of force that in there. I, I like those moments, but I feel like you, you get those kind of moments in Battlefield 3 just naturally through playing the game. You don't need like a, um, a randomly activated uh, event to, to occur in the middle of the map to be like, ooh... Cool. Yeah, there, yeah. There, was, there was, I think, one of the bigger problems I had. Battlefield is a sandbox, or in my eyes at least, was always the sandbox where players created their own moments, those Battlefield moments, as even EA would call them. And because of the evolution, those Battlefield moments were forced, right? Oh, yeah. Like, as you said, it was not like the Battlefield players basically like made those moments anymore. It was the game itself who was pushing that now. So, yeah. yeah they I, I they were cool the first time you do it, and then after that, it's it's kind of a big annoyance. Yeah. I would, what Especially I would def- the, the frame loss for the Siege of Shanghai was impressive. <laughs> I remember that, yeah. That was, it was brutal. That was something. I I wonder if, like, I would actually love to see the Levolution plus the Bad Company Destruction but then Ooh. the evolution yep. is changing permanently. Like, it's not just a one-time effect, but that actually slowly those things are doing something to the environment. Like, when you have those... Um, what was the one where you created, like... Where you destroyed, like, a dam or something like that? And then you would just have water floating everywhere? Like, that, that water... I think yeah. technically that's two different ones. So you have Lenkang Dam, which you broke, and that kind of made a, a, a river, but didn't really do it. Uh, but the other one was Flood Zone, 
And I yeah, think it was something so. else. You kind of you kind of lift a gate or something, and it floods the whole level. Yeah, that like actually the water is like slowly degrading like the soil maybe and then tanks have like a harder time to move like really take the whole environment stuff to the next level that's something i would love to see in the future that would be interesting yeah and that would that would follow suit uh when we get to some of the the new stuff they had in the later games yeah um also for four i think it's fair to uh, i think we're obligated to uh to heckle the launch of that game because i don't think any <laughs> Any title, uh, well, I wouldn't say any. I would say many titles fit into that category of such a horrific launch for yeah. a AAA title. That was bad. It was horrible. And then, like, even with all the bugs aside, then people slowly realized when everyone was like, yeah, if they're fixing the bugs, this game would be amazing. And, mm, uh, and then it fixed the bugs, <laughs> and people realized, oh, shit, it's not the bugs. Yeah. It's the netcode. Oh, yeah. And DICE, like, this is something I will always remember and I will always hold a little bit against DICE, is DICE basically packed up and left. <laughs> like, they left. They were like, yeah, sorry, folks, uh, we are focusing on the next game. Uh, here's LA DICE, who's now saving the game. Have a nice one. Bye. It's like, huh? Basically. And poor LA dies had to do it and they they did a fantastic job so yeah, they don't get enough credit they get they get heckled a lot but they always get thrown into some horrific situation that they somehow manage to salvage yeah I mean they're apparently working also on the new Battlefield 6 in conjunction with dice the main studio that's interesting because they've actually yeah they announced that both main dice studios are working on it as well as criterion. Yeah. And the way that they announced it made it sound like it, they weren't even working on uh, Battle Royale, which would be even more interesting. If, if they have three studios working on the base game, that would be rather impressive. I mean, we will see how that goes, but we will talk about that when we are getting a little bit into the uh, <laughs> six rumors. Yeah. Uh, there are a lot of them. I mean, a whole lot. After Battlefield 4, something oh, God. interesting happened, and we are coming to, I think a game we will maybe even both disagree on but then battlefield one happened and some people call it a great battlefield game and some people call it a mediocre to meh battlefield game which side are you on if, uh, if you are not it depends sitting on, in the is tank it my own personal time, opinion Yes, yeah, of course, always. I think, uh, well, I think it, you, you can take it two different ways. Commercially, it was a hit. Absolutely, Battlefield's never seen success like Battlefield 1. Yeah, they had like, and I think they it, did pretty well in that. 20 to 30 million players, which is crazy. Oh, yeah, on launch. It yep. was crazy. Um, but personally, I think it, and I, th I think it ended up going the opposite way in some of the later title. But uh, for Battlefield 1, they really tried to make it as streamlined and uh, easy to pick up for a newer player as they possibly could. Uh, I think the base gunplay of the game is uh, slowed down quite a bit, the time to kill, time to death, to a point where it's a lot easier. Uh, whereas Battlefield traditionally has not been a mill sim by any standards, but it's been a lot more difficult, a lot more strategic. Yeah. Uh, than a lot of other arcade shooters. You're not just running out and gunning people. But Battlefield 1 literally felt like that. I mean, 
I mean, the yeah, term you yeah. could use was they Call of Duty the shit out of that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it, I mean, it worked to a degree. A lot of people liked the game, but for I think for a lot of hardcore Battlefield players, um, it something about it wasn't fun. I will say the maps were really good. I did enjoy the maps and the way they laid out a lot of that stuff, but the, the base game, the gunplay, which obviously in a, uh, in a FPS game is a rather large component, uh, just didn't feel that entertaining to me. Yeah. I, I'm on the side of I love Battlefield 1. I have 700 hours in Battlefield 1. I, I played that game quite a bit. And I was like kind of frightened when I saw my hours. It, like I know that some people will laugh about those hours. Keep in mind that I'm not a shooter player. Like the only shooter and especially multiplayer shooter I play is Battlefield. So 700 hours in a Battlefield game is actually quite quite a thing for me. But I love Battlefield 1. I... I think I loved it. Because I actually didn't necessarily saw it as a Battlefield game. Which is a problem. Like, it's, it's, it's weird in that regard. So, I love Battlefield 1. It, it was fun. I definitely have a lot of hours in it. I think it was... I played a whole lot of it when it was out. But as soon as the next game came out, I was just, I haven't gone back. I, I literally think I've played Battlefield 1 maybe twice since the, the next one came out. I don't know why. It's something about it. Even like the planes are unforgivably easy, which is really ironic given that it's in World War One. Yeah. And the, the planes were paper mache and wood. Yeah, they were not really great to handle. That's true. It was rather funny. Um but no, I, I I definitely had a good amount of. I, it's hard it, again. It's it's kind of like when you see a Steam review with someone who has like five thousand hours, and then they give it like one out of ten and say it's terrible. It's like, well, what? Why did <laughs> yeah. you put so many hours into it? It's, it's the same thing on Battlefield One between PC and Xbox. I don't know how many hours I have in it, um, but it, it's a lot. So it's hard to say that I hated the game, but uh, I, I definitely didn't. It, it's it's not high up on my list of Battlefield titles for sure. I think one thing we can definitely agree on is Battlefield 1 had, I think, well, not anymore, but at that point in time, I was actually thinking that Battlefield 1 had the most horrific DLC policy with how they did DLCs. <laughs> like, yeah. the first DLC was like the France DLC. That was good. All right. Then Russia came and had some horrific levels like some of the levels i was really just like oh oh yeah the one the one with the big cathedral in the middle was mm. it, it's it's a giant meme i use that as reference a lot when i'm playing battlefield now because it's just so horrifically made i know we haven't touched upon this but to that point the worst battlefield map for me was metro i think did they introduce <laughs> metro with three or four was it four it was three, and it was a, it was a somehow a worse version in three. They they fixed it up a little bit in four. Mm -hmm. I was just that's a that's a hot point. Though. Yeah, that's that's a big debate in the Battlefield community as well, um, because that 
it, it kind of goes against the very foundations of a battlefield game to yep. make such a um like a basic three lane map with no vehicles whatsoever. I think it's, it wasn't even very... three lanes in Battlefield Three. <laughs> no, in three, yeah, it came down to what that one big lane uh, right in the <laughs> middle of it, and that's where they kind of fixed it a bit. Four, they added a few more areas, but it was still horrible. Especially if you played hardcore. Oh my god! Oh, that's it was. Hard, it's just explosives everywhere. Yeah, and till that point, Metro was really like the worst map in my opinion. And then the cathedral came around the Saint Petersburg or whatever that was. Was just, so bad. Oh my god! Who played this and thought this would be a good map? Like seriously. Ugh. And then, even though at that point, so going back to the DLC policy, like it was still mm -hmm. a good DLC package. Like there were a good amount of maps, there were a good amount of like new weapons to it, and I was like, yeah, all right, all right. And then it just became shit. Then there was the, like, they started to split them up into, like, multiple parts, right? They didn't just release the DLC. Now it was, like, multiple things. Right. And it felt weird. And then the last DLC, what, what was it? Apocalypse? Yeah, Apocalypse was the last one. Yeah. That was basically just, like, two new maps. Yeah, they're really phoning it in at the end. I think they were all trying to just work on the next game. Yeah, and especially because like one of the maps was then the the airplane map where people were just flying around and everyone was like, "Huh? What is that? Right? Why is this existing?" And uh, then we have Battlefield Five, and that is the actual game right now. And I have to say. To, again, till that point, I thought that Battlefield 1 has a pretty bad DLC policy. <laughs> well, welcome to Battlefield 5. Take it away, Lemons. What do you think about Battlefield 5 and stuff? <laughs> uh, exactly what we were saying earlier about DICE and their methods of not taking everything that's worked and putting that into a game. They just like to change a little bit of everything. And I think that finally caught up to them to the point where they, they changed... Way too many different things for no apparent reason. Yeah. And so at, at launch, there was such a laundry list of things that they needed to change. Uh, they were horrifically behind schedule as soon as they launched that game. And it was just a. Uh, not even to mention the way that they did a live service and the, the, mm. the changes to the TTK. Those are completely different things. And you have also some other smaller things on the PC, specifically with performance and cheaters. Um, but man, I, that was such a weird... It was, it's almost the opposite of Battlefield 4. So Battlefield 5, when it launched, I loved it. Yeah, it became um, a very different game. And it, yeah, it just... It, it was a, kind, of, kind of a comical dumpster fire ever since a few weeks after launch. They just were all over the place. I and it never recovered. What happened there? Like the beta was like we all played the alpha and beta. Like we were at it from the beginning, and oh, yeah. I actually, when I played the alpha and beta, was calling it the best Battlefield game I've ever played. <laughs> at that I'm gonna point. go find that recording. <laughs> I I said that you you won't find it because it was a mixer. 
Whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> that thing is gone. Correct. Um, but no, they were like I was really like all in on that battlefield game. Like it felt more tactical. TTK was much much slower. Like it felt like going back to the old battlefield game. Like buildings were all destroyable again, or well, destroyable to a certain point. They they learned right. a little bit from that, and it was like, oh my god, this could shape up to become the best battlefield we have ever gotten from the developers. <laughs> <laughs> And then the release happened. Oh, yeah. And I was like, wait, this is not what I played in the beta. What happened? Like, seriously, yeah. guys, what happened? It was bizarre. And it was, it was always it was difficult to tell where they were drawing um, their information from because it's like no one was really asking for the things that they were changing and doing. So it was everyone was just equally as confused the whole time. I wonder how much, and this is actually something um, which might be interesting for Battlefield 6, but I can definitely mention it here. I wonder how much EA had a say in this and was like, no, 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 make it, make it more like Battlefield 1. Make it, make it more like Battlefield 1. This is not Battlefield 1, but we don't want to want to make it Battlefield 1. No, no, you want to, because our money says you want to. (laughs) <laughs> like I wonder how much that was a thing which brings me to the actual point that just a week ago EA basically announced that at this point they would not interfere with game development anymore and they would just give the <laughs> companies money and shut the hell up about it so that they can finally make the games they want to make and it's like I, duh <laughs> like yeah yeah it what? seems obvious Anthem's going to become the martyr for saving the rest of the games that are currently in development. <laughs> so so sad as that might be. It's, it was. It's really, yeah. yeah. It's... So hopefully they don't they don't mess around too much. Because, yeah, some of the things they made are, in Battlefield Five. the decision-making seems so blatantly based off trying to make a profit, even at the, um, the expense of the, the core community of the game. It's, it's so bizarre. Reach more players, but the only thing they did was like driving players away because, like, as you said, Battlefield is not really the military sim. It's not an armor. We can all agree on that. This is not mm-hmm. an armor game or some like squats or walking with guns or whatever. But Battlefield is still a relatively complex game when it comes to numbers and how things are intertwined with each other. So I think what we really saw with Battlefield Five was the snowball effect of just changing one small thing, which then would change another thing. And because they were all so closely intertwined, the things, like, you would say, like, okay, changing how quickly you can die in a game might not really do anything. But then you think about, like, how much effect it will have with all the weapon balance, map balance, and whatever. It's not a small thing at all. Right. So, yeah. There was, there was bad. And it's funny, kind of a a smaller thing that they also changed, and there's a lot of uh, developers starting to do this, is the access of information they have in the game. Um, a, a lot of studios are not really sharing that anymore. So there was a lot of... Um, yeah statistics websites that you could get a bunch of 
really in-depth stats on that are basically non-existent anymore just because studios are not providing easy access to that information anymore. Yeah. So when they make all these changes, it takes us a while to figure out exactly what they did and how that's affecting the game. Yeah. There's the patch notes where like really bad sometimes. Yeah, I agree. And then there was the live service. Oh yeah. I, (laughs) I think we talked about this back in the day, but if this is the future of Battlefield and how we are getting like new content for a new Battlefield game, I want my season pass back, please. Like I'm I'm shelling out my forty bucks for that season pass, and I would be happy with that. But it, it's one of those things that on paper it looks great, but it was just so horribly performed. I don't think Dice is at all uh, used to that model in the way that however EA pushes it. Clearly they can work. I mean, they technically do that with their sports games, but those are entirely different. Yep. Um, so it's just interesting. I think the problem is like they saw Fortnite, right? Like just <laughs> reaping in the money with their live yeah. service games and with their skins. And they were like, well, we can do that too. The problem is just... Have you ever bought a skin for Battlefield Five? Oh no. Like no, I've never purchased anything cosmetic based in Battlefield. And that's the problem. Like I know that some people like are you generally somebody who doesn't give a shit about cosmetics or how does it work? I, it depends on the game. If it's an FPS, probably not. I think my big thing is if I can't see it, I really don't care. Mm. Um, if I'm playing a third-person game, I can say I, I have shelled out money uh, for cosmetics for those games. Yeah, like I'm, I'm basically on the same level. Or I'm like, if I find something which looks really cool, then it will shell out some money for that. Like I have, I have paid for microtransactions because I also see like a way to support a developer and the ongoing development, what have, what the idea of a live service game actually is, right? Like we are paying for the cosmetics right. and they are making new content for it. But if Battlefield Five is anything to go by, apparently not a lot of people have paid for it. <laughs> like, That's because, a very valid point. We didn't get a lot of like content. And again, like most of the skins were shared. They were boring. That was another thing. Yeah, and they had so much stuff to draw that off of. It's it's it was just a, it's crazy that they couldn't. You don't even have to think anything up. It's literally it's a historical event that already happened. Just go look at some pictures. And even then, and the fact that they couldn't is crazy. Like they, interestingly enough, I think they also failed on the cosmetics quite a bit because the first trailer and the first announcement of Battlefield Five. They were actually going very ham with the cosmetics, right? Like all the things. Well, too ham, but yeah. Yeah, like of course with the soldiers who are wounded, and you could have like prosthetics and whatnot, but nothing of that existed in the game later on. That's like correct, and there was a few of those things that never, never panned out. Even some of the mechanics that they showed off never existed. Um, we never got um, picking up or moving down squad mates um, yeah and there's another big one that I'm, I'm forgetting as well but 
there was a, f- a few items that they uh they had shown on the, the the launch trailer that never amounted to anything tank um like the tank outfitting was also not like a thing they apparently oh approached. yeah yeah technically we got it but it was like a year and a half or maybe even two years into the game and then they gave us very few skins. Yeah, just they a gave, few. They gave us very few. There was there was a little thing they basically overpromised. And the really thing the problem was that a lot of people left the game behind very quickly. Oh yeah. Like we got And that's some... yeah, the fact that they just kept changing things over and over again. Every time you'd come back there'd be fifty new things. It's hard to get used to a game like that. Yeah really is um we would definitely go a little bit deeper in some of the games and some especially like life service will be a big point <laughs> down the road we have to talk a little bit about because there's a lot of stuff and we could probably sit here for the next two hours just talk about like life service games for every battlefield game and where they right. did it well and where they screwed it up so that would be a separate podcast at some point but so let me ask you something let me let me throw you a question in what is the best battlefield game for you but you are not allowed to choose bad company <laughs> <laughs> i would not make it easy oh man that's tough that's a very tough question <laughs> i know i, can I think be if, if you have to think of the whole the whole game through development probably battlefield 4 just based off of i loved those dlcs in okay. the, in that game um what was it uh, second assaults and was it dragon's teeth i believe both absolutely amazing both both heavy on the vehicles which probably why they come they come to mind i think um, the dlcs for 4 were amazing Oh, they were great, and they even had some of those. Um, they they tried the not op- the night operations that didn't really pan out very well, but at least at least they tried it. They gave it a good shake, and then they had those community maps, which is a really cool way. Yeah, um, they literally through the whole process of development of the maps, um, they would throw these on the forums, and we could talk about them, tell them what we wanted in the maps, and they actually made all these live updates. It was really cool. Um, sure. Even though if I didn't love the gunplay all that much, and people love to talk about how many guns were in Battlefield Four. But it felt like 60% of them were just a reskin of another gun. <laughs> so why there was like, I don't know how many guns in that game. I ended up using like four yeah. uh, pretty much at any time. But for some reason, I still want to say if they could just re-release Battlefield Five at from like the beta, <laughs> I, would, I would love that. I think that might be my, my favorite two-play yeah. um, moment. But taking in the whole... Lifespan of Battlefield Five. It was such a train wreck. There's no way I can say that. All right. Let Let me interrupt. How you about yourself? For a second. Um. By the way, Chad. Of course, I'm a monster. If I would have let him choose Bad Company Two, then this conversation would be thirty seconds so long, quick. and it would just be like, "Oh, Bad Company Two. Like, I don't have to ask him a question. I know the answer on already. It would just become a Bad Company Two fanfic. Yeah. Like. Pfft. Of course, I'm not letting him choose that. So don't hate me for that. Um, my personal one? I think I will actually go with 1942. Oh, wow. Classic. 
I will actually go with 1942 because, well, first there was, of course, a little bit of this. You have never seen the scale before, right? Like, this was the very first game where scale was just a thing. Oh, yeah. But what I really loved about it was the amount of vehicles you had. Like, you could, like, you had your aircraft carriers and people could, like, move those aircraft carriers. They were not AI controlled, they were player controlled, which was really cool. And then you would start from those aircraft carriers with your airplanes. Like, you would not just spawn in. You had to start from the aircraft carriers, which was another thing. Then you had your U-boats and your water landing crafts. Like, the maps were actually huge. Which, of course, ended up in some downplay here and there sometimes where everything slowed down. And then a sniper would just kill you. Those were the times. Horrific. Um, but like just the amount of different vehicles, I think I've never seen ever again in the Battlefield game, which were player controlled. And I really That's true. That. And it, it is unfortunate because I do feel like they were sort of pushing for that sort of direction in five, but it clearly never got anywhere near that. Yeah. Like, especially like I love Battlefield one. But the problem with Battlefield 1 is Battlefield 1 is very much infantry design, which makes sense at World War 1. But let's be honest here, Correct. they... Well, Battlefield 1 wasn't really set in World War 1, so there wasn't really, like, an excuse. <laughs> like, they did go pretty crazy on some of the stuff. But yeah, Battlefield 1942 was definitely the game for me, which I would still love to see something's coming back which brings me to the next question and you can probably already imagine what i will ask you for name me the worst battlefield game with an exception you are not allowed <laughs> to name hardline i i was gonna bring that up i would conveniently just skipped right over that we um, did yeah i assume that was that was the plan yeah. oh, uh, we, the worst out of those given that I mean, it's easy to pick on Battlefield Five on the same boat, even even though I literally just said it could have been one of my favorites. But um, I'm not sure I'm going to use that one. Shoot! <laughs> I I make Lemon's questions his life life choices right now. I yeah, I think I, it, I'm going to end up being the the person with two thousand hours in a game meme because I'm going to say probably Battlefield One. Oh, really? There's much good things I can say about it. It's, it's my least favorite. I think my, the, the thing is here, I'm such a Battlefield stan that it's, it's my least favorite Battlefield, which means it's got like a 9 out of 10. Um, yeah. That's fair. So Battlefield 1 isn't for you, which is your... Like, this is all personal. Like, we are not building any scales. We are not reviewers. Like, we are just Battlefield players and we have our own opinions about everything in Battlefield, and especially the Battlefield community. Uh, it's like assholes, right? Everyone has oh, yeah. one, and so everyone has an opinion. Yeah. It's like yeah. Everyone's entitled to their own wrong opinions. It's fine. Especially in Battlefield. <laughs> okay, so there's Battlefield 1. Interesting. I sometimes also have the feeling you have just not enjoyed Battlefield 1 because you have done nothing else besides of shooting a tank 
You would I just... have so many taking hours. <laughs> it's crazy. I think you 90% of the Battlefield 1 gameplay is you just sitting in a tank somewhere 200 kilometers away and shooting people. Oh, that's unfair. I was usually on the objective. It's not my fault that the tanks and vehicles in that game were just grossly overpowered. Mm. My score per minute anyway, in, the, in the, the heavy tank in that game is just yeah. substantial. <laughs> I mean, I was pretty good. Like, actually, like, I think the most weapon I had the most kills with was the anti-tank cannon in the game. <laughs> because the moment you actually realized how to use that thing and how to shoot... All right. So now you're snipers. talking about the the AT gun or like the literal field cannon? The field cannon, I mean. Oh yeah, yeah. That thing was ridiculous. Yeah, you, you get deadly with that thing. Yeah, that was that was the only time where I could actually like brag a little bit about my my aim in Battlefield games, <laughs> which is normally not <laughs> happening. I, uh, but for me, the worst Battlefield game, um, interestingly, Battlefield Vietnam. I know I'm Oh yeah, that's I'm, fair. I'm naming like all the old school ones. Yeah. But Vietnam was like already a step back. Like they lowered the the maps to 32, right? They added like choppers to the game which is like ooh, wow, that's the only new vehicle you put in, but you removed all the other vehicles. Like I'm still till today will say the Battlefield Vietnam was nothing but something is happening here as a video game like it was really just a way on how to play old vietnam songs that was what the <laughs> whole game was about like playing those old vietnam songs well, yeah, if you're not flying in the chopper just blurring that in the background you're not really playing the game like, even as a Jeep or something, it was... Like, you couldn't even play this game nowadays anymore or stream it because it would just get DMCA'd your ass off. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Uh, but yeah, Vietnam felt like the first step back. It really felt like a reskin. It was, it was very forced. Yeah. Like it was, it was basically like EA realizing that Battlefield could be the next big IP for them, and they want to have like a Battlefield every year in a different timeline. Like this is why we got 1942, Vietnam, the Battlefield 2, which was modern time, and then the future Battlefield. And like, oh, they were just jumping through the times. Yeah, we got then we get 1943 as well on the Xbox. Oh, I totally forgot that. Yeah. They were all over the place. I, I forgot about that too. Man, there was... Oh, and then they had 2142 in between. Oh my God, they were really all over the place. They. I never thought about that. The timeline of things that they did were all over the map. Wow. <sighs> they They certainly did their thing. Yeah. It, it it really became, for a short amount of time, it basically became Call of Duty. They tried so hard. Oh, speaking of Call of Duty, we have totally forgotten to talk about Battlefield 1 and their eSports ambitions. Oh, God, yeah. The, what was it? Three that... versus three maps or something like that? Or five versus five? I don't even remember. Yeah, they, they ended up making it 
it took them like a year in development. Uh, it's still bizarre. And they, they didn't give us private servers for a long time too, so we couldn't do it on our own. Because I actually played in that kind of, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it professional esports, but I played against other teams on a team uh, in three and four. We just used private servers and we all set up our own stuff. And there's yeah. certain lists of weapons and stuff you're not supposed to use, whatever. So, it, it, and it was working. I mean, it wasn't huge compared to like Call of Duty, but it, it's not really a game built for that. It's so difficult. So it's well, bizarre so that they were trying to push that so, 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 so hard on Battlefield 1. <laughs> and just, it it did not pan out whatsoever. They were going to try the same thing with 5, but same situation. And then 5, there was the Battle Royale. Oh, yeah. That's a different situation. I thought, because that was also Criterion, right? I think. Because that was also, who, who did the two random games? I think the Play for Free and uh, Heroes was uh, uh, Easy Studios, right? I, I don't know anymore. I'm pretty sure. And then they had Visceral do Hardline, which I think might have been their last game that they developed. It was. It was the end of Visceral. Which is kind of funny. Which is it killed kind of them. sad. Uh, I Correct. Mean, but I, I enjoyed the the battle royale. As as last thing, do we want to talk about Hardline here, even though we are both acknowledging that Hardline doesn't exist? We could. It's such a bizarre title. It's Hardline. I think Hardline. When the first beta alpha was happening, people were like, this is not Battlefield. What the hell is this? Right? Yeah. And then they were like, yeah, we are pushing it back by nine months to make it like a real Battlefield game. And then the game came back and it was like, wait, you did something to the game? Correct. Same. <laughs> what? That, what? For, for as good as the marketing was in Battlefield 1, Hardline was horrible because honestly, they could have just stripped the Battlefield title straight out of it, called it Hardline, and marketed it as a new solo game, and it would have been great. But for yeah. some reason, they shoehorned Battlefield in there and they really, really marketed it right into the Battlefield community, even though it was felt nothing like a Battlefield game. So it was a very bizarre game where it was good, but it didn't feel at all like the series that it was based in. <laughs> We have seen weird. this in the past with actually some other games, not just Battlefield, but games in general, where they thought it would be a good idea to just take that that name, which has like a lot oh, of drawing power, yeah. and then slap it on there. And then it's like, right. what? But it totally doesn't play like any of the other games of that series. Why did you do that? It's crazy. It makes no sense. It'd be like taking Command and Conquer and making a mobile game. It just doesn't work. No one would ever do that. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you know exactly what you just said. I mean, they didn't even have to do like the the mobile game before Command and Conquer. Like just Command and Conquer Tiberian Dawn. Not Dawn. What was it? Tiberian. The last Tiberian Sun? game. No, there was a Tiberian game where they removed completely base building. Twilight? I think Tiberium Twilight was it? They <laughs> completely removed the base building, and they were like, "This is what Command and Conquer players want." Huh? 
What? What if you smoked? Correct. I, I, I don't see how developers like where why they're getting the idea that that's a good idea. I don't it's think bizarre. it's the developers. I think this is literally EA doing some yeah, marketing surveys and asking what people right now play. What's the new hot shit on the market? And then they're <laughs> just trying to develop a game around that. Like that's, that's that, that logic that makes sense. It's like, yeah, Hardline. I ho I have not played the release version of Hardline. I I have to admit, I didn't want to pump money into it. I heard that actually, again. Yeah, that was another game I had. I have a ton of hours in, but I don't like it. <laughs> Did you play the single player campaign? Yeah, and that was a different story entirely. So if oh, man, we could talk about single player for Battlefield series in a whole different segment. But the Hardline will be um, story was good. It was. It was catchy. I thought it was pretty um, good. Yeah. I, uh, it, it might be tied for second. My favorite for single player title or single player uh, storylines. There we go. Mm. Through the Battlefield series, it's quite. It's pretty good. Mm, all right. Yeah, if not, there's actual character development. <laughs> what? I know, right? It's crazy. That that actually is a thing in a story. It's uh. And then they moved on to this weird thing of having like, what was it, uh, multiple like different single player components, like in Battlefield. Yeah, I think it's called War 5. Stories. I yeah, think in Battlefield stories. One, I think it worked pretty well. Battlefield Five kind of fell flat. It was yeah. some of them were cool, some of them were not so cool. Yeah, it's like uh, it's a ooh. it's a good idea, but. As with everything in Battlefield Five, it, it's a game surrounded by good ideas and horrible execution. <laughs> Here's the thing: like, I really have to ask this: Do you need a single-player campaign in Battlefield? Uh, historically, no. Um, the exception for that entirely is the Bad Company series. But my biggest thing about that now is I think they would probably murder it. So, <laughs> um. If it's if it's any other battlefield, I really couldn't care less if there was a single player. If it's bad company, I want there to be one, but I will immediately be prepared for uh, myself to be hurt by it <laughs> because I'm unsure if they could uh, match the sort of um, magic that uh, that was the single player bad company wanted to. Yeah, I mean it was the first games who had single player, right? Like they didn't they didn't do a single real player. real single player. Yeah, unless you want to count, not the bot games. Yeah, shooting bots in the face. No, it, no. So yeah, th those had the real first two stories, um, and then it dramatically changed pace from Battlefield Three. Yeah. Oh yeah, I played the single player campaign of Battlefield One. That was a trip. Like they, I think with uh, not one, I mean four. Sorry, four. Um, oh yeah. I have the feeling with four. They try to go like the Call of Duty lane, like <laughs> Murica. You know, like, Just like way over the top and everything. A little bit like a lot of like movie movie war stories, something like that. Like in the movies, right? And it's like, do I need that? It's like Correct. Again, I think, but yeah, Battlefield Three and Four, the stories are extremely forgettable. I, I had to think for a second. 
like what what that actually was like i don't even remember three uh, something with a bomb i think going off in or was it in four where the nuke was going on in paris or warsaw or something <laughs> I don't, uh, dude, the funny I don't, part is i can't tell you i don't, I don't know <laughs> i can't remember them um the only thing that stands out in my head is the uh the mission where you, you you're getting off of that carrier and launching off the carrier, but I can't I can't even yes. tell you which of the games it was in. They just looked four. good. I think there was four with the carrier. I'm pretty sure it was. Four. I think it was four because they introduced the new frostbite at that yeah. point, and they were trying to show, oh look look how how cool this looks. <laughs> so it was all over the trailer. If you if you had the right PC for it, that is. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you could run it for ten minutes. It looked good for ten minutes. That's true. That's true. Yeah, like I think TLDR for all of this. Battlefield had a lot of good times and a lot of like bad moments, and I sometimes have the feeling that they are trying. They 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 remember me. They remind me of another developer, and that is. And you probably also would know that developer Creative Assembly, the creators of Total War. Oh yeah, yeah. Who have something nailed down where you were just like, you got it. That's it. That's the thing. And then they change it for the next game. And it's like why this worked perfectly like you have so many other things you can really change in this game and make better but you take the thing which worked like one plus like why and it's it's the same thing i the problem i have with dice sometimes it's this this worked amazing why did you change this one in particular but ignored all the other problematic things in your game <laughs> Mm. Oh yeah, it's amusing. It's it's one of those series where you could be a fan of the franchise and hate half the franchise. It's a yeah. very confusing roller coaster ride. It's a love hate relationship. Oh yeah, it's the same thing with the other yeah, Total War series. It's like, I hate about half those. Yeah, love the other half. It's um, it's again, it's like totally weird, like. I hope with Battlefield, and let's talk a little bit about Battlefield 6. Not too much, but then we can uh, wrap it up, I would say. Oh yeah, just a tip. (laughs) Exactly. It's like... Like, I think now is the best time for Battlefield to go really innovative a little bit. Especially with the new console generation. If you get one, that is. The same goes for the PC. If you get... A new GPU or a new CPU. Good luck. Um, yeah, the, the real battle royale is just getting the new uh, pieces the of hardware. <laughs> yeah. But let's say you have that, and I really hope that first, please don't release that Battlefield on the PlayStation Four and Xbox One. Please don't. Hopefully not. Don't 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 do your like don't do that. Don't. But. I really hope they are going innovative. Like they are trying something out. Like we have already heard that they are trying to ramp up the player numbers to like, what was it? 128? Like they have already showed that like last year where they had those massive just doing things. 
Like, I actually mm -hmm. hope, like, that's cool. But we need the maps for that. <laughs> we need the vehicles for that. And, if, yeah. The, the important, yeah, the important bit is just the development and that would, that would, and then again, we get more conversation about that. It, it depends on how much team they're going to throw at it. But yeah, the bigger the maps, the bigger the, the amount of people they have, the more time you need on simply one map. And yeah. I don't think players are going to um, think, well, there's more people in bigger maps. They're going to give us less content. I don't think anyone's going to think logically like that. They're going to, they're going to look at the numbers of previous battlefields and they're going to want either the same amount of maps at launch or more um, at very minimum. Very uh, I mean, unforgiving at that. The one thing EA really has to learn a little bit is also like, and this is definitely a talk we have to have about the live service stuff. It's just don't abandon the game every time, just be, even if it runs well. Like, bad, like Battlefield 4, right? Like that thing had still so many players even years afterwards when Battlefield 1 was already running, where EA was on a press conference actually like crying about not monetizing Battlefield 4 anymore. And I'm like, well, now you have Battlefield 1. That is going great. So that means you will probably bank on that. No, they abandoned Battlefield 1 the moment Battlefield 5 came out. And it's like, oh, God. Yeah, one, one was interesting because, yeah, they... It's kind of confusing on that on that front, and I think that they almost it's, it almost seemed like they were listening to only their core community for once, whereas we said we just wanted a new battlefield. But commercially, they had so many new players that really weren't in the bad battlefield series that were still playing the hell out of Battlefield One. So the numbers were there to support it, but I think the core community wanted a new game. It was like the one time they actually listened to us. And the weird thing is, Battlefield One had microtransactions. They actually put oh, on yeah. skins and stuff. So it's like there was investment there. So right. we, we again, that is a talk we can have for the next time. But like <laughs> one, one last thing I want to ask. Mm -hmm. The one thing you want to see from a Battlefield 6 game. Like what is, what is the hmm. one core feature you want to change? I want to change or have like keep have, like, <laughs> like whatever oh, yeah. you want like this is the one thing which is like important to you for six it can change it can stay whatever it can be new like you you have a um, wish free correct i think they need to for better or for worse try to nail down a good uh, time to kill, time to death model as early as they possibly can. They've never had a, I don't say never, in the recent history of the games they've launched, it's always changed a good bit at launch, but yeah. it was literally a roller coaster on Battlefield Five, and that will just destroy any longevity of that game. Um, so people will be forgiving if it if it adjusts and changes at launch rather dramatically. But a few weeks out, you just have to stick to a certain model and it's slightly adjusted from there. So they need to really nail that down um, 
in the earliest models of the game they have. Yeah, like just, I hope they, um, and this is not my wish, this is just something I want to throw in here. It's like, I really hope they are starting alphas and betas early and they actually really take the feedback serious. Yeah. Yeah, because you have some, some devs that they'll, they'll launch an alpha, but they're already on the beta. So it's like they don't they don't care yes. really what you think at all. It's like, hey, already here's, moved on. here's our alpha. The game is coming out in two months. Correct. Uh, no. Jesus. <laughs> no. I don't think so. Um, the one thing I would love to see from Battlefield is actually I want to have bigger maps which like you can have big maps but still like focus points because Battlefield has I think they actually figured it out with 1942 right off the get-go is you just need enough spawn points on the map right like cars flag points like we since Battlefield, what Bad Company? I think Bad Company Two. We have those. What are they called? Transponders. Correct. Like the scouts would get the mobile, kind of the mobile spawn points. Yeah, the satellite, whatever they are, and they have been in every Battlefield game, like even in Battlefield One. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think big maps are not a problem nowadays anymore like i think they can actually like do it and i would love to have like much more vehicles on those big maps like i always find that a little bit like i'm a foot soldier i'm not a vehicle guy but that also is the reason that we didn't have a lot of vehicles anymore right like tanks okay maybe a jeep if we are lucky and even that is like rare but just like give me vehicles especially now when when this is true we heard that the new battlefield game is like in the modern era you have a few choices nowadays i heard like use that yeah we we are not just going into wars with tanks like you have a little bit more to choose from and that's yeah that's one of the primary reasons why i love those battlefield 4 dlc some of the larger ones they have they had huge maps with a ton of vehicles and then it felt like there was very little dead space in the maps yeah and battlefield 5 their larger maps there's one a whole lot of dead space especially if you're playing um alcedon there's literally just like a order of the map is just empty swamp land that you could yeah. potentially use for a flank if you want to, I guess. But other than that, nothing. And then there's like a weird limit on one vehicle types and two, the amount of vehicles. So half the time you're just running on foot for 500 yards to the next flag, getting shot in the head by snipers. They had that a lot in five. They had oh, yeah. A lot, lot by Battlefield Five. Like, I think one of the problems Battlefield Five had with that is those points of interest were far too much packed 
and then in between was basically nothing. Like, <laughs> it's kind of funny. I'm running some um, Battlefield Bad Company 2 footage in the background the whole time. And they're basically playing a map where there's a lot of like dead space in between, but it's all city. I always forget this name, what this what this name is of the map. Um, but it's like they are still going on and they are still like fights over foothills because you try to get that or there's like a building you want to capture. Like they're not points you can really capture, but they are still important for your team to hold. And I think a lot of the time Battlefield didn't have that. Like you were going to the spawn points and nothing else mattered. In a lot of the moments. Yeah. So. I agree on that. I hope they're getting a bit. A bit better with that. But yeah. Man. <laughs> Battlefield. Still love it. Still looking forward to 6. Um, but I would say we are wrapping it up for today. But we will be back actually. Next week. Might be another day though before anybody is like hoping that we are coming back on Thursday Wednesday Wednesday <laughs> it's not even Thursday well it's Thursday for me but it's still Wednesday so to speak um, but yeah we will be back next time we will be a little bit more organized with topics like this was really just like let's reminisce or uh, snark over Battlefield but we will become a little bit more organized. And then Battlefield 6. Um, we are slowly but surely getting closer. I still don't would say we are getting a Battlefield 6 announcement anytime soon. Like so far what I have seen. Maybe by the end of the month. Or somewhere in mid-April. Do you still remember when they announced Battlefield 5? <laughs> that was... No, which which month? Which was announcement? That? When they first? Or do you remember like how how long before the the launch is what you're asking? No, no, like when did they actually showcase Battlefield Five for the first time? Oh, um, I couldn't tell you. My memory's horrid. I think it was also like in April or something, wasn't it? They had like a special oh yeah, show I, I never it. know notice patterns like that. <laughs> yeah, so it's usually earlier in the year. Makes makes sense. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Like their holiday launches, so it usually fits in. So, especially with COVID still going on, like a lot of developers taking as much time as possible, which is good. Yeah, Battlefield needs that always. Yeah, but yeah, we will be back uh, next week. But before we leave, Mister Lemons, where can we find you? Not your house, but like social media, streaming and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know say, where you live. Please do not show up. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you can find me uh, over at Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash TV, uh, because my own dumb self has uh, taken my own name and they refused to give me my old account back, which is always fun. Ah, um, besides like that, Twitch. that's basically it nowadays. You can find me over at uh, Twitter as well, rambling on usually about Battlefield. And if you're watching on YouTube, you will find the links down in the description. So you can follow this charming man. He also has a dog. And that dog 
is actually really cool and actually also plays Battlefield much much better than he does, but he never talks about it. So make sure to check he it cheats. out. He's kind of cute. Yeah, a lot of people forget that there is like a deadly dog with an AK-47 aiming at you because they just see the dog and they're like, ah, puppers, and then they're getting shot. Honey potted by a dog. <laughs> That's for sure. But Lemons, thank you so much for being here. I really do appreciate that. Oh, thanks for having me. It's good to be here. Yeah, it was definitely fun. So we will be back next week. And for everyone watching or listening, uh, hope I see you next week. Might be another date. But yeah, should be interesting. See you for the next episode after Sour Mole. Battlefield Podcast. Thank you so much for watching. Bye-bye.